1: When you dream, it
2: might come true. When you dream, dream big. Joy 99.7 FM. I simply
1: love Iggy.
2: You're listening to the news at midday on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi, as well as over 30 affiliates across the country. This afternoon, Joy News is receiving reports from sources uh, and scores of residents from the Upper East Regional Town of Garu, alleging brutality from some military officers, causing many to flee their settlements.
3: So, the town, that is what we are seeing in the town. And they uh, shot at your gate. They also, when they come, they knock at your gate. When they came to our house, like they shot at our gate. We ran and hide I don't know. It was only through the intervention of God that they didn't enter.
2: We have the details uh, shortly as the Garu District Hospital is said to be packed beyond capacity with many injuries recorded. Also, Volta River authorities commencing a major disinfection exercise in flood hit communities in the Nocton District as waters begin to recede have uh, details as government uh, gives its firm assurances uh, to rehabilitate communities along the volta lake bartered uh, by water from the spillage of the akosomboda
1: therefore that opportunity irrespective of cost efficiencies because it changes the lives of people
2: we we'll hear from the finance minister, Ken Ofereta, and later the queen mother of uh, the Gar state is laid to rest in a private burial as uh, traditional rites held in honor of the late monarch roundup throughout the central parts of Accra.
1: As a young girl of 29 years, Manyen Nadede Omadru III accepted the mantle of leadership.
2: And we'll get the very latest on that for you. But uh, I am blessed again. We're starting off uh, from the northern parts of the country where Join News is receiving reports from scores of residents from the Upper East Regional Town of Garu alleging uh, brutality on the part of some military officers causing many to flee their settlements. The military is said to have stormed the area in the early hours of Sunday to subject civilians, particularly men, to corporal punishments and physical assaults resulting in several high degrees of injury it is unclear what may have triggered the incident but the assembly member for uh, one of the communities in the garot town jacob Ayam, indicated to the joy news that men are currently seeking refuge in valleys for safety
3: this morning, what we saw is that they just came early morning around three to come and they invade the place. They invaded the place. I'm told that those who saw them coming said that they were about four armored cars and about three cargo trucks. So they came in their large numbers, invaded the whole town, beating people all over. Even someone introduced himself as an assemblyman. They have beaten the person who don't even know the person's whereabouts. Oh. They've taken money from people's homes. Even the DC for Tempani, you know, it's a twin town. They've take, they seized his phone. As and now, there's no DC around for us to, to talk to. There's no one around. We are all gathered at the hospital. There's no one to speak to. And there's a lot of fear and panic in the town because we don't know when, when they, they, they are coming back again. So the boys are just running. Today is a market day, but there's no shop opened everywhere, is closed. So the town, that is what we are seeing in the town. And they uh, shot at your gate. They also, when they come, they knock at your gate. When they came to our house, like they shot at our gate. We ran and hide. I don't know, it was only through the intervention of God that they didn't enter. So that is what is happening. We don't know the, where they come from. We don't even know what provoked this attack because we, they say if we say something. We should say see something. We should say something. We saw a suspected drug purportedly to belong to national security. And if that's the reason why they are beating us, then what are they? What signal are they sending? Knowing very well that we live in a border a border town, and terrorists are all all over around us, so we don't know what to do. You
2: know- uh, and that's the account of Jacob, a, um, uh, one of the Assembly members uh, within the Garo community. Uh, joining us now is James Agalga, he's a member of uh, the Defence and Interior Committee in Parliament, uh, joining us uh, to share his thoughts on this latest that we're hearing of. Uh, and Mr Agalga, uh, we know that your committee has been receiving lots of calls uh, following uh, this uh, Sunday's incident within the Garo municipality. Are you able to tell us uh, if indeed you've confirmed that this was a military sanction exercise?
1: Well, um, first of all, uh, there is no denying the fact that um, Garou is under siege by the military. There's no denying the fact. I have seen um, pictures and videos of the wounded uh, in Garou. As we speak, I am reliably informed that the um, district health facility at Garou is choked I mean, beyond its capacity. And why is it choked? The military once again has visited brutality on the people of uh, Garou. I mean, this is coming on the back of uh, uh, what happened in Ashaman. And Ashaman became the subject of a parliamentary group. As we speak, the report is ready and would be um, laid before the House, when the House um, reconvenes on the 31st of uh this month so i mean it's very unfortunate the actions of the military i would say i mean are condemnable what must have um, provoked the action of the military may also be condemnable in itself but it is no justification for what has happened in garu i'm told that some there was some shooting incident at the garu police station And so, the suspicion was that the youth of the town, some youth of the town, may have uh, been the ones who shot at a certain vehicle, which was suspected to be carrying arms, but belonging to the National Security act. If that is the case, one would expect that the state security apparatus would fish out for the perpetrators of the shooting. I mean, incident at the police station, but not. Go after all the people in Garu in a random manner, and whoever came into sight was caught, beaten to pulp, and then in the process, many people have secured various degrees of injury. I think that, um, that that conduct is unprofessional uh, and cannot be accepted at all. The torture that has been visited on the people, okay, I've so- seen the images, it's very disturbing. right. So- so, so, what do you intend to do about this now? Well, like I said before, a similar incident happened. And that formed the basis of a parliamentary proof. And like I, I said earlier, that report is ready and would be laid as soon as Parliament reconvenes. And so, when we reconvene, we would have to look into the Garu incident as well. Because it appears we are not learning um, lessons from uh, previous incidences of uh, this nature. I mean, I, I, it's very worrying, it, 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 it's, it's something that should never happen,
2: it shouldn't happen at all. Uh, I see, uh, DC for the area, um, Mr Musa is also uh, joining uh, the conversation, Musa Osman, thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, now that we are learning of this report, you are uh, head of the District Security Council, what do you intend to do about this? Are, are you also supporting the need for a parliamentary probe into this?
1: Yes, of course, yes. I support the need for calmness. Um, right away, we, we, we are uh, holding a uh, joint dissect for Garu and Tempani tomorrow morning, uh, involving every security operatives within the district uh, to zero on the way forward um, after uh, the, the incident this morning. Uh,
2: but do we know what what actually triggered all of this?
1: Um, I have not been able to talk to the military military, but uh, inferences are uh, that it is uh, triggered by the by the uh, attack on the, um, uh, the national security vehicle.
2: Uh, so, is this in any way linked to the Boku crisis, as as uh, reporters suggested?
1: Oh no, I cannot link it to the Boko crisis, Um, not at all, not at all. Um, Inferences, I say, strong inferences point to the attack on the national security vehicle. Mm.
2: Uh, So at at the District Security uh, Council level, uh, are are there any further engagements uh, set to happen in the coming days?
1: Uh, Yes, yes of course. uh, as I told you, right away, we are putting ourselves together for a meeting tomorrow morning to see um, the way forward uh, to this. But as I talk to you now, uh, calmness is being restored to Garu As the military have all left, they have all left um, their positions that they took in the earlier ways. They have all left back to camp.
2: Okay, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Osman for uh, joining us, uh, James Agalga. As we wrap up, um, what what more would you want us to know about this? Okay, uh, but point well made there by James Agalga and uh, Osman, uh, who happened to be uh, who happens to be the uh, DC for the area, joining us uh, with the latest uh, on this. We'll keep monitoring uh, the space and bring you some uh, updates. But it's time now to talk about uh, the. Former President John Dramani Mahama, uh, because uh, he is uh, up north uh, and also uh, speaking about a number of uh, developments uh, uh, in that part of the world, which we'll bring to you shortly. But for now, the Volta River Authority has uh, initiated a major disinfection exercise and a fumigation exercise in communities affected by flooding resulting from the Kosombo Dam spillage. Uh, this. This infection exercise is actually in response to the gradual decrease in floodwaters in certain impacted areas within the Mepe uh, areas of the North Tong District of the Volta region. In an interview with join News, the VRA's Emergency Preparedness Coordinator Engineer Kwame Osei-Mensadakwa emphasized the VRA's commitment to ensuring the safety and uh, habitability of homes, public spaces and the entire community following the floods.
4: So the VRE contracted Zoom Lion to carry out uh, fumigation and decontamination exercise at the areas where the water has receded significantly to make it safe for habitation again. So essentially, we have the assembly represented by the, the safety officer. We have uh, the traditional Arab from the traditional council. We have... Uh, We also have other, uh, was the name, the chief executive himself, and the intention is to go to the areas we've inspected, and we deem it to be dry for them to start some form of uh, decontamination of the place.
1: Is the VRA considering extending this to all affected uh, districts? We are told eight or nine of them.
4: So, as and when it becomes necessary, of course, so we are we are looking at it exactly. um, for today our intention is to tackle mepe area
2: and that's the uh, coordinator of emergency preparedness for the falter river authority engineer Kwame Osei Mensa Dakwa. And just before we go, the late Queen Mother of the Ghana State, Na De De the Third, has been laid to rest. The final interment fo- follows a parodying of the casket uh, of the late Queen Mother on the principal streets of Accra Sa- Saturday after an interdenominational and traditional burial service. Latif Idris reports. <laughs>
1: It's Accra Queen Mother. So it's the whole greater Accra. And shops are not supposed to open. Shops are not supposed to open, but don't sell him pharmaceuticals.
2: And, of course, uh, there's a ceremony underway here in Accra uh, for a church service and a memorial service in honor of the late uh, Queen Mother of the Ghana State. We'll bring that to you in our subsequent bulletins. But that's all we have for you here on the News at midday on Joy 99.7 FM and affiliates across the country. I'm blessed so now for more news. Log on to myjoyonline.com. We have updates for you.
0: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?